Welcome to Appetite for Production, not just a podcast, but a state of mind. And that state of mind is listening to a podcast. Oh, wow. And also coming, I don't know if we're ready to drop this news, James. We're also going to be doing a cult, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Church. Of... <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what the game plan is. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we weren't quite ready to drop it, but, you know, it's the 21st yeah, yeah. century. Things exactly. are a bit different. Y- yeah, man, you've got to you've got to be on your zeitgeist. So, um, you you had something you wanted to do during the intro? Yes. Now, James, now you know how I normally don't prepare anything at all for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I have made up for all of those times in one. Oh my god, are you right? <laughs> my mouse. Oh god, it's your, it's your mouse like trying to commit suicide. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. The batteries are still in, and I'm just putting the flap back on. You've got a mouse that actually has like old school batteries in it. Do you? Well, it's got AAA. Wow, crazy. I mean, pretty wasteful, mate. So they rechargeable? <laughs> I'm just a frivolous guy. You are a frivolous they, guy, but okay, we don't, a, you don't have a, time to hold judge on. You. Hold on, they. That's uh, good point. They are not rechargeable, but it is well worth investing in some rechargeable batteries. This is the sexiest, <laughs> sexiest podcast out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now let's look at other very minor ways we can save uh, <laughs> save money over energy. the long term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got Yeah, you want to save that money over the long term? It's all about the long term, guys. Come on, guys. Okay, it's any- all about that long term saving power. People People don't like long-term thinking, and I find it very annoying, as you know. Um, Anyway, so my bit is, um, I couldn't sleep last night, and Uh for various reasons. I didn't actually remember that I'd done this until uh, the other, well, a couple of hours ago, in fact. James, I've got something that I've made for you that I think you're going to enjoy a lot. Amazing. Do you have any idea what it is? Uh, No, but are you going to show me on the video? Uh, no, you're going to hear it right now, Is baby. it a new theme tune? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm a scat man. We've got a soundboard, James. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yes. So um, I don't know if this is really going to work with our, the format of our show or whatever. But I wanted to take us into more of a sort of shock jock direction. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The fucking gay frogs again. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, oh, man. I don't have crazy frog on here, but I do have. Me so horny. So I've got all kinds of stuff for you. I got a bad Tim. feeling about this. <laughs> I spent quite a while on this, buddy. I can, <laughs> I can see. Tim, listen. Listen to me. I Every time I think about our podcast, I have a little intrusive thought that comes into my head, which says, we should really make a soundboard. And then I, I think, know, mate. It's the obvious thing. <laughs> in fact, to the extent that I've been saving a bunch of little sounds oh, from, no, what, really? from the podcast itself. Self, recordings oh, of you and me and all the stupid things we've done the blooper reel uh, which oh, we could man, put on I our own get, podcast i need to get my hands on that so let me can i tell you about the technical details of how this masterpiece works like, yes i'm sure you're gagging to know about it I, I, that's so, that's okay. my one thing that i really want to know about okay so 
how would you have say you say one of you had one of these uh, flights of fancy about a soundboard? How would you go about making it? What software and hardware would you use to bring it into reality? You've got two options. You could go for some kind of MPC sixteen grid. Four by four grid, mm-hmm. and let's well, like put- so, like a like a hardware MIDI trigger. Basically. Yeah, because that's the funnest way to do it. You just poke one of the things yeah. that makes one of the things. Um, yeah. and the other way is to use Macromedia Flash. Oh wow! <laughs> just Fuck, like we okay. did in two thousand and two. Do you know what, mate? I'm sure I've talked about this at least once. I used to love using Macromedia Flash back yeah. in 2002, mate. It uh, was sick, mate. Action you, Script is wicked. Do you remember uh, all the websites? What was that? There was like a Weeble stuff and um, rathergood.com. Oh, God. That vaguely, rathergood.com vaguely rings a bell. But, but Buffy swearing keyboard. Oh man, that sounds wicked. <laughs> I want that. Is that still online? It must be. It's the one where you press M and she shouts Minge. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh it's, it's classic. Okay, I might have a look for that a bit later because I would love it if Buffy shouted let's Minge get, at me. Let's get back on topic. No, no, no. Let's go into the, let's get into the weeds with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Did you watch it back in the day? Um, Not really i i saw snippets so you didn't like have a favorite chick or anything like that uh no okay okay let's not get into that any okay macromedia flash is how (laughs) you're choosing to make your soundboard is it uh yeah okay so you're literally gonna program it yes okay okay it's the classic early noughties way to make a soundboard and that's what where soundboards came from that's fair enough. I mean, it might be a bit of work, but maybe not even that much work. You might have a bit of fanning around with like getting sounds to like stop and start when you want. Do you know okay, what I mean? Okay. That's all I'm thinking. True, Do you want to hazard a guess as how I did how it? You've like, done it. Um, so bear in mind, I got your I got your text this morning. I'd been as- literally asleep all day. I woke up. I got your text saying to do the podcast. I remembered uh, that I'd uh, got all these sounds. What in that situation? Okay. How would you go about it? Well, also, I don't just need the situation. I also know you quite well. Yes. So. Okay. Good. <laughs> Use the psychology. Yes. And I know that you are a lazy cant. <laughs> Uh, well, efficient, I would like to say, but yes, <laughs> um, I accept that. So yes. I'm pretty sure what you did was to lob all the sounds into Simpler mm. and use the uh, keyboard, the QWERTY yes. keyboard control of Ableton. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and yes. just have them all at your keys. Actually, I got. I've done... A couple of steps better than that. It's on. I've got it on a. Really pushed the boat out. I've so I don't want to be limited. As he heard, I've got a lot of sounds. I don't (laughs) want to be limited to just like a couple of uh, you know qwerty keys or whatever i wanted a full-on midi controller so i've got the a25 baby mm-hmm. and every key on this 25 key keyboards has a um i have chopped up stickers and i have labeled them physically <laughs> so i don't have to randomly stab at them i can do whatever is appropriate for any time i'm a scat man <laughs> <laughs> Base, base, base. How low can you go? Base, base, base. 
please. Don't forget your gold plating. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's working pretty well, man. And uh, on, a, on a technical note, I got all the sound. I wanted a consistent audio source for these. So I just ripped them all off YouTube, mate, using the downloader. <laughs> Shopped them up in live. And I love did it. a bit volume averaging in, uh, what is it, Audition. Yeah. And yeah, just bombed him in a uh, drum rack. Yeah. Thing is, this is this is basically a cliched and b mm. copyrighted. Uh, oh but- yeah, hey, no, hey, as long as as long as the uh, sample is under thirty seconds, mate, copyright doesn't apply for some reason. <laughs> so we're really fine. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, you are a funny man to speak to without a soundboard, but with, oh, with a man, soundboard. Can you imagine the levels of comedy? <laughs> the, the, the only question is, how do I restrict myself from playing it non-stop? Is the I know, thing. true, true. You have to just have certain segments where... You've got it out, but certain segments yeah, where you put it you back in I your do, pants. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh Jesus, <laughs> oh, Tim. Okay. So anyway, let's. Uh, let, shall I play you out? <laughs> yes, please. Bad <laughs> feeling about this. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wicked. Oh, that was amazing. James, uh, you will recall that there is, has only been one bit of software released in like the past six months by my calculations. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And it's Filter Step. Who's it by, actually? I can't uh, remember. It is, it is by Audio Modern, and it is free sequenced filter is it which that, I, I think we talked about it briefly last episode but we hadn't actually I think, did we talk it. about have we talked about i think you feel like we've talked about it even before that as well mm. but maybe not no maybe it was just last episode we talked um, about it pretty I, briefly and uh in the intervening time we have both got to grips with it am i right oh you've used it as well have you oh yeah oh wicked uh so so what's what's the deal what's what's it all about okay well it's a resonant multi-mode filter uh, with a built-in step, a 32-step built-in step sequencer, James. Mm-hmm. And it uh, syncs to your host tempo. It has high pass, a band pass, and low pass. My God, uh, the innovation. Types. I know. With resonance, filter <laughs> range, which I guess maybe that's a band pass thing. Can't really remember. I mean, I can play with it now if you like. <laughs> But no, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it is. That's for the band pass. And there's a smoother. The range will affect the low and high, but not in a very intuitive way. Oh, okay. I don't know. It seems it seems to just be like an Ableton Live sort of jobby for me. So, just... Oh, sick. It sounds great, mate. It sounds I like great. it. It's, uh, it's 16 steps by default, but 32 is the max you can have, and you can have anything up to 32. There's a cool randomizer. It and, was 32 uh, by default for me, buddy. Sorry to jump in there, but I feel that's an incredibly important point. Yes, it really, really is. We've got to nail this stuff it down. It really is. It's uh, got it's, some backwards and forwards stuff as well. Yeah, that's true. And it's, randomization. Um, 
Um, it's just, well, what I like to do is uh, have um, kind of like general smooth movements dotted in with some kind of spikes, basically, mate. Mm, mm. And uh, yeah, and let me tell you, I have made many, many, many tunes with pads, run through filter step sequences. Most of them have been dog shit, basically. So they've never seen the light of day. Um, and I, because I ended up using the auto filter in live and turning on the quantization. So that, so if you turn up the LFO, mm. it's, um, you kind of get a filter movement and the quantization makes it stepped. So you get a result a lot like filter step, but you can't really control uh, what it's doing so much, basically. And the thing about drum and bass is, James, it's all about the rhythms. So I, you know, so for me, I think this is, I want to, now I've got this, I want to do a, a tune that's got a pad with a load of filter stepping on it that doesn't sound like shit. And mm. that is a challenge that I've set myself, mate. Okay, well, you're going to do very well considering that you now have filter step at the very least. I, I really like the... Uh, well, that's the, that's really going to help, yeah. I really like the smoother parameter because I, you know, I love me some glide, portamento, and uh, with a filter, just tracing about nicely, that, that's one of the things I really like about it. It's good. Um, what I miss is the, I don't know if you, I, I think we've talked about this before, but the, uh, the, the stepped sequencer from Zebra CM, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it had a bit where you could you could do step stuff, but you could also like do stuff like smooth stuff as well and control the shape of it, I think. Okay. Um, which was really fantastic. And to be honest, I didn't really appreciate it back in the day. But now not so, like not so much stuff has that functionality. Do you know what? I'm gonna dig out Zebra CM again, mate. Because that's a great flipping synth, man. <laughs> do you have it installed? Uh no, I don't. What do you think of the randomization stuff? Does it and the way it saves presets was pretty good as well. Um, yeah, it seems very simple to save a preset. I didn't realize what I was doing at first. I was just clicking on these buttons and it was saving <laughs> my thing as well. I mean, you know, I like to live life on the edge, baby. I like to program as I go, all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm interested in looking into this kind of like loop shit uh, as well, which should be quite interesting. So this is Filter Step. It is by Audio Modern. And they've done a few things before. There's a plugin called Riffer, a plugin called Playbeat. They're all about the groove, basically, uh, sort of sequences and movements and stuff like that. And Filter Step being free is a pretty good introduction, don't you think? Yeah. How many clams for their commercial ones, Chief? Uh, commercial ones, 49 euros each for Riffer and Playbeat. Okay, that's not bad. It seems like they're going for a kind of reasonable price there on those. I mean, I re I think I'm going to really enjoy filter step. I don't know. I don't know if I'll use it all the time, but it mm. does seem something I want to use at least once, baby. Yeah, having a look at these two now, I realised that. Yeah, I remember seeing them when they came out. They looked really good. They've got a lot of the same sort of elements and the same sort of ideas, and nice and creative. I think you're going to enjoy having a look at them. Yeah, man. And I think before we mentioned I'd heard a rumour there might be some kind of syncing issues. I haven't seen any anything like that. It seems to, you know, uh, restart at the start of the sequence when you restart at the start of your bar or whatever. So it's yeah. like, actually, let me try restarting not the start of the bar. Oh, no, it seems to be getting it right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Yeah, cool. you told me about that last time and I, I hadn't discovered any either. So it should be good. Yeah, it should. Yeah, so that's Audio Modern Filter Step Free Sequence Filter. Great Scott! Bass, bass, bass. How low can you go? There we go. Nice. That's a segue, buddy. <laughs>
I wanted to talk about some games, Tim. Games. Oh, well, finally, mate! You finally come around to the, to this being a game podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about a few things. You know, I'm all about the classics, and you know, I'm all about the uh, the management simulation games. Ah, yes, because you are a boring, boring man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, over oh the god, last... did you see Roller Coaster Tycoon was free? Uh, no, I never actually oh, played shit. that. Oh shit! I should have mentioned it to you, man. Uh, I didn't well, really realize you like management games so much. Well, anyway, I, I wasn't really into Roller Coaster Tycoon. A theme park okay. I had and Theme Hospital I played a lot and even played Theme Hospital more recently as well, which is why I was very happy to find out last year about Two Point Hospital. You know Two Point Hospital? Yeah, I do know Two Point Hospital, yeah, which baby. Is basically the spiritual sequel made by the same people, but uh, not literally the sequel, but it is the sequel of Theme Hospital. Um mm. Which uh, was very good. I played that a lot last year, and um, mm-hmm. I if if you know Theme Hospital and if you liked Theme Hospital, it is well worth it. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but more recently, I've been going back to some classic games, Tim. Some classic DOS-based games. Oh, DOS, mate! I uh, have a lot of fond memories of DOS. What have you been uh, playing? Well, okay, so primarily Prince of Persia. Oh, yeah. Did we not talk about this last time? Because I, I remember being ecstatic <clears throat> that you've been playing it. I think we talked about it after we actually recorded. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, I have I went through a little thing of playing it online, because uh, they, they can emulate it online pretty easily now. This was a few months or a couple of years ago, and I messed around with it a bit, but more recently, been playing it again, and it is fun as hell. And you've been playing the DOS version, have you, specifically? Well, I've been playing, yeah, I've been playing the original DOS version emulated in a browser. Yeah, 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 okay. And, like, the thing is, I, for me, I remember DOS being a kind of, like, not quite as good as, like, maybe Amiga or Mega Drive or whatever. Okay. That sort of stuff or whatever. But I don't know. I guess it depends on the game in mm. question. Like it seemed like it seemed like for some reason DOS wasn't really very good at smooth scrolling and stuff. But I guess okay. with Prince of Persia it's like a flip screen vibe, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Sort of scene by scene. Uh, Does it have sound? Does it have nice sound card like yeah, an emulation it, of it, a sound card? It's got an emulation of a sound card. It's very much like you would have heard back in the day, which is cool. Yeah, that's nice. Wicked. It's been great. I've uh, I've got really back into it. Watched a couple. Can of you sp- save your state in the uh, in the um, browser version? No, I'm sure that you could probably do something. Or if you ran it off Doc DOSBox, you could probably do it quite easily. But I haven't even looked into it. But it's it's Prince Persia. It's not going to take a so long. So you've been starting from scratch every time. Yeah, but it's not a long thing. It takes about 40 minutes to complete if you want to do that. And that's the half the fun is DOS, right? Yeah, right. Okay, okay, okay. Crazy. I've wow. been playing it with a Bluetooth keyboard, which is pretty annoying because every uh, every so often it does <laughs> drop and I do get stabbed because I can't block in time because of my stupid 21st century Bluetooth. Oh man, really? <laughs> yeah, mate, you wanna get a DualShock Four and plug that shit in with USB, baby? Uh, the best joypad ever made. I know, I know. You've told me. You've told me. There's I also. T- I tell everyone about this all the time. And also, if you know me, get a DualShock Four uh, joypad. <clears throat> and even if you don't know me, get one. They're so sick. Anyway, carry on. There's a very good uh, Ask Technica video uh, about the making of Prince of Persia, which uh, I watched. I think that's what kind of 
kick this all off i watched that and it was how he sort of made it originally by he was literally um videotaping like his brother or something uh or some <laughs> yeah we've all been there <laughs> videotaping someone moving and rotoscoped me, me, me it into so me, me, me so horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he rotoscoped it this, in, yeah? This is, <laughs> this is not going to work, this soundboard. Yeah, so he's rotoscoping his brother, yeah? Yeah, into uh, becoming so- a pixelated man. Um, did okay. I've got some fact. Is it right if I drop some Prince of Persia facts? Oh, please, here, please. Yeah. Um, did you know that Prince of Persia, the Sands of the Time, the, the Sands of the Time, Prince <laughs> of Persia, Sands of Time, is the highest grossing video game movie ever? Uh, video game movie. Yeah, what? there was a Jake Gyllenhaal movie, ah. uh, Prince of Persia, that nobody remembers. And okay, probably not amazing. Uh, yet it was the highest grossing. Yes, but yeah, but it's like the competition. Uh, before uh, Detective Pikachu and Sonic was uh, pretty weak. Oh uh, yeah, true, true, true. Um, also, um, Jordan is it Jordan? Somebody Jordan Rudess or something? Jordan- or is that the guy of Dream Thief? Are you Theater? thinking about Jordan Mechner? Is that his name? The guy who made it. His previous game. Are you aware of this? Oh yeah, they talked about it in the video. I can't remember it now, but yeah. It's called Karataka, I believe, and I think there's a version available for phones. So yeah. if you uh, find yourself at a loose end, buddy, you can check that out. And I think that is also features a little bit of rotoscoping, fella. Cool, cool. That's, yeah, I think they were saying that they sort of did it like that originally, but uh, Prince Persia, obviously, was better. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a big fan of uh, the games it inspired. Um, Another World and Flashback, have you played those? Uh, I have not. Mate, um, I don't know if you'll like them as much as Prince of Persia, but they're both totally wicked. What else have you played? I did play on something which was apparently a classic DOS game called Oregon Trail. Have you ever heard of oh, that? Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Um, this is referenced constantly by is Americans. It? Well, that, who, that's yes, the thing. Who bang on about it all the time. Apparently, it was like the number one DOS game on this website I was using, and so I gave it a try. And um, apparently, it's been around in some version or other since like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Did you die of dysentery? Uh, no, no, no. I, I made it both times. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus, <laughs> that's so annoying. I find it very annoying how you're able to play Prince of Persia and be good at Theme <laughs> Hospital and old school video games. I feel like that sh- this video games is supposed to be my domain. Oh, no. You're impinging on it. Sorry, man. Yeah. There we go. Mario's dead. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about that? Gets me every time. Me so horny. Me, 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 me so horny. Uh, also recently, because I've been on a DOS kind of tip, uh, I've been playing a few more things. There is a game that I, I took me ages to find, but um, back in the day when I was playing it, it used to be called Felix. Felix? That rings a bell. You were this little sort of winged round blob guy and you needed to go around a course collecting all the diamonds and eating the grass, and there were boulders that would fall on you in a certain arrangement. Is this like a boulder dash clone? Yeah, it was, basically. That's what I found out when I researched it. I've been thinking a lot about Boulder Dash recently, mate. Let's talk about it. Have you ever ever played the OG? I haven't played the OG, but I imagine they're very similar kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it good, this Uh, Felix game? 
it, it, like all of these games, it was all for the nostalgia quality. You know, yeah, I was, it's something I hadn't played since I was like six or something. I was just moving around the screen and uh, mastering it in my uh, with my adult brain. Mm. It's amazing we play some of we played some of the shit that we did back in the day. Mate. I mean, a lot of it is still really good. Some yeah. of it's so terrible. I mean, the problem for me, I find in going back to the oldies, is you've got to like. Uh, unless you're prepared to spend hours fanning around not knowing what you're doing, you've got to read the manual, which yeah. is a big pain in the bum and everything. And also, I like to play games in bed, James. I'm not, you mm. know, I'm sitting in my work computer all the time anyway. Um, mouse in bed? My, mouse in bed? Mouse in bed. It's, oh, never know, good. It's, 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 well, yeah, it's not ideal. I mean, I guess I could get a hardback <laughs> book and put the mouse on a book or something what like that. What you could do, you could get a special bed sheet, which is just the same consistency as a mouse mat. And Ooh. it'll be great to use your mouse on all around any time, but it won't be so great to sleep on. Okay. No, I I don't compromise. Here's my solution. I'm going to buy a giant erotic mouse pad and sleep on that instead of sleeping in my bed. What do you think about that? That might just be crazy enough to work. A lot of a lot of this uh, old game nostalgia has been triggered by um, some videos on Ars Technica recently. Mm. So if you go to the Ars Technica YouTube channel, there was one on Prince of Persia, which made me sort of go back to that. There's also a very good video on the creation of uh, Abe's Odyssey. Do you remember Abe's Odyssey? Do you know I reviewed Abe's Odyssey back in the day, and I seem to remember. I slated it. Or maybe I just made some tips to it. But yeah, I really hated it. And it went on to become a cult classic. So there's there's no accounting for taste. But yeah, I just found it really annoying. I mean, maybe if I went back to it now with my finely honed logical minds, James, Mm. I'd be a bit better. But I do tend to find the games I was shit at and hated back then is the same now. If you look at the Ars Technica YouTube channel, uh, there is a series called War Stories. If you're into classic games, there's some great little watches in there. I'll put a link in the show notes. Okay, that's cool. I've been playing a lot of Psych, uh, which is a phone party game. Have you heard of this? A phone party game. So, yeah, so it's basically like Balderdash, or a, I believe, I think that's a board game where you make up definitions of words to uh-huh. fool people. Okay. Um, and that is quite good. And it has other categories. The funnest of which is you're given the title and author of a book and you have to write the first line of it, basically. Right. And then you and all your buddies have to guess which is the ones, uh, the real one out of all those. And that's pretty flipping funny. Uh, that's um, kind of good. Yeah, it's, it is it is pretty hilarious. You um, play it with your actual friends, is that what you're doing? Yeah, you put actual friends, ah. yeah. And and I, I like to I like to be on a Discord chat or something at the same time so you can hear other people laugh at stuff. Um, <laughs> but you can just play it on your phone. What was that um, called? It's called Psych, a P-S-Y-C-H, exclamation mark, I believe. The only downside is it is owned by Ellen DeGeneres, who is buddies with war criminal George Bush. <laughs> w. Bush. So, yeah. Um, so I'm not... So I feel it's is okay she? for me... 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, they, there was there was pictures on the internet of them like just like palling around like oh. last year or whatever. So you know, that's and very strange. I'm too much of I'm too much of an SJW to let that go. Um, so I'm not giving I'm not paying for anything, but I do have a mate who owns all the sets, and if they start the game, then I get to play all the other stuff. So I'm getting <laughs> I'm doing my champagne socialist thing of getting the best of both worlds, and it's sick, guys. But maybe we should steal all their code and liberate Psych. Uh, mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, we we are um, white hat hackers as you know um also i was involved i don't want to make it sound like i've got friends because i don't um but i was involved in a 40 person game of bingo on zoom for somebody's birthday glad you said game of bingo there oh yeah no it wasn't anything else um but the best thing about zoom is just like checking out hot chicks and i think that's what the uh, some of the developers realized and they created some kind of like (laughs) room where you could go and just like stare at women that was in the news recently as well so yeah zoom it's secure as fuck wow i i've (laughs) i've heard of people like just getting into random chats uh, is, yeah, is that... like I think people like you people. Yeah, like if you don't have a password on your thing and you give out the room, I think you can just like have rand- randos come and pop in, which probably isn't a great idea. But hey, whatever it takes to get you through the night, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, he's talking about the randos, or you're talking about the people with the room. A- anybody, whatever it whatever <laughs> it takes. That that's your official take on uh, on Zoom bombing. Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, just, just to stay sane. If it takes exposing yourself to people online, so be it. We've got to get through this, guys. I do. Um, I do have a little bit of a treat for you, James. Oh yeah. I've uh, I've uh, been into the vaults and I've uh, discovered a few more samples for the uh, A4P sample, buddy. Oh, let's oh, do shit. it. Yeah, what have you got? Oh, oh shit. Here we go again. Another martini, Paul. Respect my authority! Oh, a bunga! All we had to do was follow the damn train, CJ! Eight little shorts. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God! Smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Wow, wow, West. Wow, wow, West. Wow, wow, West. Loads of Mario. Uh. They mostly come at night. Mostly. 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 My favorite body part, the ass. My favorite body part, the ass. <laughs> finished playing us out with a bit of uh, Sonic Rings there, mate. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Are you, are you going to have some of these uh, that are actually just a pitch-shifted version of the same thing? Well, mate, what I can do is I've got the... Um, oh, you can play it down the keyboard. They mostly come, they mostly come I've got the pitcher mod and stuff. They mostly come at night. Oh, the pitch mod isn't mostly. doing anything. Because I'm playing these in simple, I can only pitch up and down five semitones for some Ugh. reason. Oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so please carry on, mate. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Another martini fall. Another martini fall. Another martini fall. So, Tim. Yeah. In these days of uh, self isolation and uh, uh, everyone working from home, I've uh, done something that a few people might have done. Uh, I've signed up for Skillshare. Oh, really? What is Skillshare? Skillshare is that thing that advertises on many, 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 many podcasts and YouTube videos. You're learning stuff. Well, that's the thing. I was was interested to see how it was. There's like a two-month trial at the moment, which is fair enough. And I don't think I'm going to extend that because basically it turns out Skillshare is pretty much 
just the worst sort of YouTube video <laughs> style tutorials, oh. but but all in one place. Right. Everything's just. Well, I mean, I. It's not like I've seen every video on there, but a lot of the things I've seen, it's just really, really, really bad. And I know I got high standards because I make tutorial videos properly. Mm. You make tutorial videos properly, but mm. it's just like it's very much the kind of like. Hi, I'm John. And oh, today, no. I'm going to tell you about uh, how to uh, how to use Lightroom. Like that's the thing. It's like I do a lot of heavy breathing when I make my videos, obviously, but I have the courtesy to edit it out. So well, you yeah. Can't tell what a massive pervert I am. So Skillshare, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, they are the biggest like podcast advertiser ever. But you and I are never going to get any advertising dollar. So um... yeah, we does. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hey, Skillshare, if you want us to have a bit more of a favourable opinion of you, why don't you uh, slip us some cash, buddies? <laughs> we know you've got it, man. We yeah, know yeah. You've give got us, it. give us some money. Um, so. What, what what were you trying to learn? Um, uh, How dare you learn? I was going to learn some stuff about Google Analytics and uh, oh. see what else came across the radar. Oh, Maybe man. a bit of basic sort of HTML-y stuff. Because uh, I know some of it, but I just wanted to sort of catch up. But the, the, the videos are just pretty bad. I'm sure there's good stuff out there. Maybe the long courses are quite good. Well, this is the trouble with learning stuff online is um, there's little curation and you have to go digging yourself, basically, I guess. You, I mean, do you feel you could have found better content on YouTube and put the time rather than the money in? I think I could have found just as good content on YouTube. But there are some places that I think there's some online learning platforms that have sort of a bit more of a filter and um, you buy individual courses. But obviously it's going to be a lot more expensive than some uh, ridiculously cheap Skillshare. Mm, mm, mm. So basically, if, you've, if you're thinking about using it, go carefully into that one. Well, if it's a two-month free trial, that's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But a bit of a disappointment there. Oh, man. Well, hey, at least there's loads and loads of ways to learn about stuff uh, online and everything. I wish I had more motivation and time to look at the music theory stuff, but it just gets in the way of actually making music. Sorry, what were you going to say? Have you made some actual music this... Uh... Do you know I Yes. Do you know what? It turns out when I'm not just like really tired, um, I can actually do music. And I did a bit of music yesterday and I've been doing loads today and it's going great. Mm. So I think I think my problem is just work. So, I don't know, maybe if the economy completely collapses... You'll be happy. I've already got the computer. I don't need to really buy anything else. Um, that's fine. I mean, they could just brick me up in my house, basically. And, and you'd become productive. Food, yeah, yeah, totally. That'd uh, be really um, good. That sounds like it would chime with your with your way of doing it. Is it? Do you think it's just... It's the work that stresses you out in general when there's a load of it looming above your head? Yes, I mean, I find it, I think about it a lot, basically. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I can tell, because uh, you, you talk about it a lot as well. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the podcast, but to me generally. Oh, generally. Yeah, I mean, I do feel I'm probably a bit preoccupied with work. I mean, I do feel like over the last decade, I've become less of a three-dimensional human being and more of just a cog in the capitalist machine, whatever. Which is, you know, a big part of that is my own fault or whatever. And I do love it and everything. But I don't like I don't like the stress aspect. I mean, maybe maybe society and the economy will change in ways that we have no idea about yet, James, and things will be a bit different. 
Um, I mean, uh, answer I, that. I, I, people have been saying like, "Hey, maybe things will change," but I just think I just think human beings are so used to. Um, I think things will just snap right back, and we'll, we'll yeah. just have not learned a single thing. However, this is kind of technically getting into a habit, so maybe we won't snap back. Maybe we'll be able to keep going like this because we're so used to it. And we'll just build a bunch of uh, uh, government pays 80% of your salary kind of things into normal life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, yes, I mean, people, you know, people thought that UBI might come in with some kind of catastrophe or whatever. Maybe that'll end up happening. Yeah, I'm sure they can arrange UBI within about 10 days, right? Um... Like, the thing is, you've just got to imagine it's as simple as flicking some kind of switch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, people... Just turn people, on the money hose, right? <laughs> people give the government a hard time, but it's yeah, really yeah, an yeah. easy job. I bet doing the government <laughs> isn't as hard as being a music tech journalist, What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, if if Rishi Sunak, or whatever his name is, had to uh, check KVR every day to check the new software, I think yeah. he'd, be, uh, he'd be a lot less fresh-faced and dynamic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't checked KVR in about 10 years now, well, so <laughs> I feel like I'm really doing something right. I Like, he doesn't have to deal with screen flow as well, do you know what I mean? That's like, true, that's true. Oh do, you, oh, do you know what, bruv? I was talking to an artist the other day and they told me in the latest version of mac os you can flip in record screen and audio and an external audio interface in quicktime uh you mean catalina yeah in whatever oh, the latest fuck catalina or your freeware will stop working oh man i don't want that oh um, god why uh... is life so difficult first world problems uh, where is this conversation heading, James? It's heading nowhere, Tim. Hit the soundboard. Let's divert. Oh, okay, okay. My favorite body part, the ass. The ass. <laughs> <laughs> little, that's a little look into my psyche there, buddy. That's the sort of stuff that goes on in my head. <laughs> Uh, just about time to talk about uh, PSP, Timothy. PSP AudioWare, you know them. PSP AudioWare, the company that I always have to look up, whether there's a space in the name and uh, where it's capitalised. I can never remember. There is a space in the name and it's p- capitalised with the A. Uh, well, I'm sure it's inconsistent on their own <laughs> flipping website and stuff. But anyway, whatever. They've released a product called Infinistrip. Would you like to check it out? In Finistrip, I'm imagining randomly generated strippers for your desktop, and there's an infinite supply of them because they're procedurally generated. Is that right? Exactly. We've gone back to the early noughties, and oh. everyone has a stripping lady on their desktop. Wicked. Or, or a bonsai buddy. Have we already talked about bonsai buddy? We did. <laughs> oh, we did last time. What's with self-isolation and bonsai buddy? I have really no idea. I had to fucking re-download my bloody iTunes libraries today as well um, because it was fucking up. Am I checking my email or something? Uh, no, just type Infinistrip. Infinitely configurable. 149 clam uh, intro price down from so, 199. If you think about something like Slate VMR... This looks just like Slate VMR. It is. And PSP basically already had the technology to do a lot of this stuff because they released standard plugins with all of this stuff in, correct? Yes, that is correct. So Objection, y- Your Honor. 
In Infinistrip, you get a choice of 22 uh, processes to stick into seven slots. It's a channel strips, Tim. Mm, and what? And do you get all of these 22 as part of the price tag? Uh, yes, you do. Would you like to play the video just so we've got something to uh, talk about? I guess. Hi. My name is Cameron, also known as Venus Theory, and in this video, I'm here uh, to do some practice. This guy's voice sounds a lot deeper than it looks like it should. In this video. <laughs> then it looks like it should. Yeah, he looks like he'd have a higher pitch voice. As a bus processor, as a transient controller, and Ooh, using smooth like chocolate. a stereo image of our tracks. So, let's hop into the DAW and get started. Yeah, I'm going to hop begin, into your door, baby. Let's first take a to the unprocessed tracks <laughs> of this mix. The only active processing is... You've got to love a product video, which is mostly talking. Beyond that, mm. this instance of Infinistrip isn't adding any further processing or color. There we go. <sighs> okay. So, a load of different things, which you can string together. Preamps, EQs, compressors, and shit like that. Mm. Um, is it any good? It looks nice, and it looks a lot like VMR, as we've already said, but uh, I don't think Slate hold any kind of uh, moral copyright on that. No, not really. I think it's pretty, you know, you know, uh, intuitive way to design things. Yeah. One interesting thing is that if you can swap, let, let's say you swap out one type of compressor for another type of compressor or a preamp for a different preamp, all your controls will remain in the same place on the new version. That's good. You can stop the thing now. Okay, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, this is, this is, if I hadn't already flipping bought um, VMR, I mean, this would be tempting because you get all the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm. True, true. And it, it looks very good. It's 129 clams, which uh, will go up to 149 clams in May. And then the regular will be 199 clams. You confused yet, Tim? Um, are you going to check it out? Is this the sort of thing you'd use? Uh, I, I think I use analog style stuff so little that mm. if I was going to get any, maybe this would be the right thing. Because then I could just, you know, I could have all the stuff I might want one time or another in one plugin rather than having several of them taking up space. Yeah, I mean, my brain just does not have the capacity to remember dozens and dozens of dozens of different plugins. So I do like to keep to, a, you know, a relatively small set. You know what I mean? I was, I was thinking of using this to uh, edit the podcast for a bit. But then again, you know, digital technology is quite useful when it's got things like spectrum analyzers mm -hmm. and uh, uh, compression graphs and uh, very intense metering. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about it, but then I thought, mm, probably a bad idea. I never used to use any kind of analog emulations, really, like back in the day for years on machines. And... Uh, yeah, I don't think it really hurt that much. So. I mean, there are plenty of people who swear by it. I think now. it does. It does make stuff sound nice, um, and especially recently, like nowadays, I just use tons of stuff like Reels um, RC Twenty Retro Color, sort mm. of uh, tape, tape, the sort of tape stuff in particular, whatever. It can just make stuff sound nicer. Yeah, yeah, degraders are, are good, like RC20. Mm. But mm, like using a, using a particular analog compressor or analog EQ, I'm still not quite there. I mean, I use like, I use glue compressor a, a bit or whatever, but I just, I don't bother with just like tons and tons of different ones. I mean, I just, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I just, I'm not doing loads and loads and compressing and stuff like that, really. 
PSP Infinistrip. You can check it out if you wish. Tim, have you seen the newly announced iPhone? Yeah, the there's a new iPhone SE, and it's is it like a six? Is it? Uh, it's the shape of a six. Uh, it's technically the body of an eight, which was the same body as a six, realistically. <laughs> I wish I had the body of an eight. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, all the innards are basically basically the current top ass iPhone Pro Eleven or whatever it is. Um, except for the camera, the screen, stuff like that, the actual processing and stuff like that, the chips, if you will, are mm. the same. And it's uh, 400 clams instead of a 6 billion clams or whatever the main well, one I is. Thought that is what new phones should cost. Do you know yes. what I mean? Um, to be honest, 400 clams is still a lot of money for somebody whose uh, economy is going up the shitter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I read some articles about it last night and they were they're all very negative. It's like, oh, hang on, really? Hang on. Apple re- releases uh, what is pretty much a very good phone mm. for far cheaper than it's made one for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are down about it. It's No. It, I mean, yes, the economy is fucked and everything. Mm. But it, they're not exactly releasing the most expensive iPhone ever. They're releasing a more budgety one. Um, it's It feels a bit silly to uh, say it's crap. And also, do, do the camera and the screen in the main one really cost an extra like $600, $700? Man, I just think using all of our resources as a society on just on the on these crazy phones that we just don't need or whatever, they don't need to be as powerful and as posh as they are. It's just a crazy waste of uh, everyone's time and money and resources and shit and everything. Um, it, like we should make do with the phones we've got for a few years until they all break, basically. Yes, and mine is broken, and this might be the one i get next okay what phone do you want at the moment well we talked about it recently i'm on an iphone 6 which is now smashed to fuck i thought we did i think 6s is the sweet spot you should be able to get one dirt cheap especially now they've announced this new jobber but it's so. still like it's still like four five or six years old and um mate, won't last works, very long works like a treat mate, for now it does but if i was going to buy one now i'd expect it to work for three or four years I don't know, man. I reckon refurbished. I reckon. Uh, I reckon it's the sweet spot. Um, if I had money, I would get, and I like money to money to burn. I might get one of these. But James, it doesn't have a headphone jack. Mm, that's true. I did see. <laughs> I, I did see that uh, when they give you headphones in the box with a new one, they are lightning connector headphones, which goes some way to making it less shit. <sighs> but the headphone jack—that's the one thing I'm going to have to. Uh, to really wrestle with yeah right so do you reckon you'll get one i i before they released this cheap one i was very much in the mindset of punish those fuckers for not putting a headphone jack in a phone yeah damn right but now it's so cheap um i would like some headphones with that special is it the w1 chip that apple make that makes bluetooth connection really slick and seamless okay Um, 
And the, the only problem is they're only in like in-ear earphones. And I don't like those mm. because I had some, when Apple changed design, I mean, their headphone, earphones were really shit. They actually got a bit better when they changed the design. But I found it really irritated my ear. And I'm not trying to give myself a flipping ear infection. Um, you also get that chip <laughs> in the in the Dre, uh, Dre Beats whatever ones. Okay. Like for the, for the ovary ones. You're talking like 300 quid or something. And it's like flipping mm. out. I'm not spending 700 quid on having, you know, a just an all right phone and some all right headphones. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather suck it up and just have shit for a few more years, I reckon. Wise words. Mm-hmm. Words to live by. Hit the soundboard. Oh, my God! Eat my shorts. Another martini fall. Respect my authority! Cowabunga! That's it for this episode. You are going to hear us again in about two weeks, are you not, Tim? Uh, Yeah, as long as the planet's still here, which is not something I would be betting on right now. Uh, We've got to do a quick shout out to all the recent patrons. Uh, We have Charles Monica. Welcome. Hey, Charlie boy. We have Leanne. Uh, Welcome to you. Welcome, Leanne. Make yourself at home. And we have Dan Burridge. And nice to see you, Dan. Hey there, little Dan. How are you doing? Ignore Tim. He's he's trying to touch you. Oh God! I'm not trying to touch anybody. Not even myself at the moment. I have to. I try really hard to stop masturbating when we record the podcast because <laughs> otherwise it just puts me off. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks. Have a good time and stay nice and safe, people. Yeah, look after yourselves and each other. Favorite body part. Ha, 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 ha,